I so enjoyed that, what God was doing. And, uh, you know, one of the privileges of pastoring a church is I get to have my friends come and preach. And uh, uh, I'm thankful that I have, well, first off, I'm just thankful I have friends. And number two, I'm thankful that I have quality friends. But uh, it, it just sort of began to work out. And the more it began to flow and more it began to work out, the excited I got because, you know, we've had revivals and, and, and we don't have revivals like we used to where you do it for multiple uh, nights in a row. But, you know, we've had special speakers come. But we're kind of, this is a revival that has three people involved. And uh, we were blessed Sunday with the ministry by the Stan Cook. And then tonight, Brother Dave Henry, and then this Sunday, uh, we're going to have the, the Brother uh, Jordan, who was our pastor there in Toledo, Ohio, an incredible elder and statesman of the gospel. And he's going to be with us Sunday, and, and I am looking forward to that in Jesus' name. want to tell you a few things that are happening. First off, next Wednesday, we will not have a normally uh, scheduled church service, but next Wednesday is our business meeting. And uh, we do an annual business meeting, and we'll go over uh, the business of the church. We will uh, have a few elections of of trustees and, and things like that that we normally do, and so we want you to be a part of that. And uh, but but there will not be a normal scheduled service, but that will begin at seven o'clock, not seven thirty. We do it at seven o'clock just so we have a little bit more flexibility with time. And so that's next Wednesday, March the 9th, 7 o'clock, is our annual business meeting. March the 18th, here in our fellowship hall, is our Anchors Trivia Night. And this is, uh, uh, we're, we're, we're glad and we're excited for our uh, seniors group that, that's beginning and, and, and growing. And so they're going to have a uh, trivia night on March the 18th there in the fellowship hall. If you want to find any more information, you can see Sister Peters or the Harpoles, my wife. I don't know. There may be others that are involved, but those are the ones I for sure know that are involved in this. And, of course, we're looking forward this Sunday to uh, Brother Jordan. We're also going to uh, have a little fun Sunday, and, and that is the Harrisons have been working very hard and, and helping us. But uh, we've got an entire uh, merchandise line of lighthouse swag. And so if you've been wanting a lighthouse shirt or a lighthouse hat or a lighthouse hoodie or anything like that that you'd like, they're going to have those available. And uh, you'll probably see some videos and social media posts going up. But it's exciting. And so they're going to take orders if you'd like to after church. And uh, if, if you want to get any of that, you certainly can. And it will be a great, great time. I'm blessed not only to pastor, but to serve on various committees with the United Pentecostal Church and be connected and uh, have gotten the opportunity to rub shoulders with great men and ladies alike. And over those years, there, it's just amazing. You know, you, you, you meet people and you may only see them at that meeting. You may only see them at general conference, but you just feel that kindred spirit. And Brother Dave Henry is one of those kindred spirits. Now, Brother Dave Henry pastors a thriving church and Stone Mountain, Georgia, also serves as the director of the building, the Bridge Ministries, and, and I would like you that if, if you so choose, you could tell us a little bit about building the bridge if you'd like to, and, but then we want you to come and preach. I had given him a standing invitation that any time he's in the St. Louis area, I want him to come and preach. Could we welcome Brother Dave Henry? Pastor Dave Henry, thank you so much for being a part of this. We love you. Praise the Lord. What a great God we serve tonight. 
Can we just lift our hands and just love him tonight? Come on, let's just love him tonight. Great is your faithfulness. Oh God, our Father. Would you stand just for a moment here and just let's raise our hearts up to him. Oh, how I love him. Oh, I adore him. My breath, my sunshine. My all in all, the great creator became my savior. And all God's fullness will let in you, Jesus. We love you tonight. Come on, let's adore him tonight. Oh, let's worship him tonight. He's our great king. He's our great God. Majesty, we worship your majesty tonight. King of glory, fill this place. I just want to be with you, Lord. I just want to be with you, Lord. Thank you for your great presence, Lord. Thank you for your great name. Thank you for your faithfulness, Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. You can be seated just for a few moments here tonight. What a joy to be here at Lighthouse Church. And um, thank you, Pastor Buford, for having me tonight, Elder and Sister Buford, and your lovely wife, Pastor Buford. I see some of my friends here from Moline, Illinois. I remember working with Sister um, Lani from Sunday School, and um, just everyone else. I, I saw another friend of mine. He was at our meeting earlier, and I saw him earlier. But anyway, God is good. Just good to see each of you. And um, you guys are so blessed to have a visionary pastor. Known him for a number. And thank you for considering me your friend. No, I know we're friends. <laughs> I'm glad you have a few friends, and, um, and you're my friend. We've known each other for, in fact, it's weird, for a number of years, um, at least 10 or more years now. And um, no parents for a long time. In fact, um, you're, you're blessed to have parents, um, not just have parents, but have quality parents. And um, his mom and my wife, my wife just love your mother. And um, the Lord is good. And of course, you have been um, Bishop Jordan here Sunday. You guys are in for a great treat. Uh, let me say this really quickly. You mentioned, I, want, I could mention Building Bridge um, Ministries, and if you'd like to know more, you can go on our website, buildingbridgeministries.org. And um, it's a ministry that served to cater to the needs of the African-Americans in the United Pentecostal Church. And um, we, we have a conference, an annual conference will be in Stone Mountain, Georgia this year. Um, June 15, 16, and 17, and thank you for allowing me to say that. But let me say, um, one of the things that I have discovered, and um, right before, this is not even part of my thoughts here tonight, but I just felt to say this. I, in our church, I was standing over to the right side of our platform, and the Lord spoke to me and said something was about to hit this world. And I remember it clearly as I, 
I came to the platform, I just and took the mic from whoever was up there, I'm not sure, I think maybe a singer. And I am not a prophet at all. I don't function in the gift of being a prophet. But if I never heard or knew the Lord spoke to me before, he did that time. And so I told our church that, and then of course several shortly, maybe a couple months, COVID hit. And I, I remember, and I prepared our church for COVID, and so as a result, we had, we maintained maybe 90% of attendance in our church. We had a few that stopped coming to church and um, still have not been back to church. Of course, from early in the pandemic, I told our church, I said, there are some people you never see in church again. Um, and it's just, it's kind of, it's scary that, and I, in the process of time in 2020, I've traveled often, never stopped traveling. And um, the airplanes were full. Um, the uh, grocery stores were full. Walmart were full. And the churches was empty. And that bothered me greatly. And um, um, that everywhere else was full. And the same people were afraid to come to church. Sadly, they, did, they weren't afraid to go to the grocery stores. And I've had people who have not been to a church and they can travel to Jamaica and other places. And you, you wonder, and most churches like here, it, we have space that you can um, spread out and I say use the same precaution. If you feel like your mask will protect you, put it on and come to church like you do and go everywhere else. But they did not. And so anyway, but, but so in 2020, the Lord spoke to me and said the world was deceived. And even greater than that, the church was even more deceived. And I've seen that deception. It, in fact, it permeates the church. It, it carries over into so much of our culture today. And the deception has been real. Um, and we need to pray that God will move the scales from many people's eyes so they can see what is happening. The Holy Ghost um, does not, the only thing should control us is God. And anytime you find control, it's demonic. And, and we find a lot of control, a lot of canceling. You can't disagree with me as a Caucasian and, and without me putting a label on you that you're racist. And so you disarm people when you put a label on them. And, and it's so the viciousness in our culture today. And so the church must arise and the church must be the church and we must be together as one people. But we should not be afraid because God has not given us a spirit of fear but of love, power, and a sound mind. So it's time for the church of Jesus Christ to rise in faith and name the name of Christ. We're not called to live in fear. And so because of fear, people have just succumbed to a lot of foolishness and a lot of, um, of craziness. And so the church of Jesus Christ today must rise. We're called to be people of the name we're people of faith, and we, we are, listen to me, nothing can take you out of this life until God said, it's your time. Amen. Not a car accident, not a heart attack, not a diabetes, not COVID, nothing can. So why should we live in this level of fear? Amen. And so it's time for the church of Jesus Christ to rise in faith. And so we're called to the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Our times are dark. 
Christ is soon to, to return. The, the apostolic church age is coming to an end. And so let me say this to what the Lord even Here's what I've told our church. If you, the Bible said, if you can't make it with a footman, how are you going to make it with horses? And so um, COVID is the least of what is about to eat this world. And so we better gird our loin, the loins of our minds. We better make sure that we're fully in the kingdom of God and we are in Christ. Are you hearing me tonight? And we know whom we believe. And so I, I, I have told our church this. I know that sometimes I may have offended some, but I'm not trying to be offensive. But you know what? Everybody else is saying all kinds of foolishness. I'm saying something good. And folks will listen to a bunch of foolishness and a bunch of wokeism and a bunch of all kinds of isms. Listen to me. We are called to be people of the name. Amen. You're my brother. You're my sister in Christ. Don't let people divide you. Amen. Don't let this culture divide you. Don't let the news media divide you. No, you're my brother. I love you sincerely. Amen. We're trying to make heaven our final home. Let's get into Christ. Let's raise the bloodstained banner high. Let's name the name of Jesus Christ. Let's work while it's day because the night is coming and no man shall work. We are called into the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Amen. Amen. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe, I hope I didn't offend anyone here tonight. That's not my intentions. But I just believe that the church needs to rise. It's time for us to have some backbone and some tenacity. And stop allowing people to push us around and, and, and control us. God, you, you know, I was in New York recently. And it, it, it scared me because they, 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 they wouldn't let me into the restaurant because I didn't have a vaccine passport. And I was preaching at the church. We were together with my friends. They pastored here for many, many years. And um, so, um, anyway, I didn't have a vaccine or the passport. But so, um, I, I, and I went back to the church that Sunday and I was preaching. I said, you know, many of you may think it's okay to uh, cancel out people because they've not been vaccinated or cancel out people because they, they are people losing their jobs and all of this stuff. But you need to read your Bibles. If you read your Bibles, you wouldn't agree with that kind of thinking. Because, see, the Lord spoke to me earlier. You know, in, in much cities, you can't buy or sell unless you have a mask. And the Lord spoke to me and says, it's a precursor. It's a precondition in us for what's about to come. And so if you can't buy or sell unless you have the mark. And so we so easily accept all of this foolishness. Don't realize it's just a bunch of, of control and preconditioning. I, for one, I'm telling you this. I, I, and so I stand very strong because I know, no, hear me. We don't have to excuse the fact that there's a real virus. I know family members of mine have died from the virus, but it still makes no difference. I will not bow down to this foolish control. So it's time for the church to be the church. You know what? Just in case you're wondering, I say this kind of stuff everywhere I go. And you know why? Because we have, we have, we, we, people are afraid. I'm surprised Facebook have not canceled me out a long time ago because I've said some very, very, um, just because everybody's trying to cancel everybody. No, I needed to 
to proclaim the gospel, but I don't need it if I'm going to be truthful. And two times they, 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 they actually did, but it says because of the music that we're playing. I'm not sure if that's the reason. But anyway, um, so, but let's be the church. Let's be strong. And so I'm not being political, just so you know. If you think that, then you've missed everything I've said so far. I'm just trying to get us to just understand the moment that we're in. Our times are dark. Satan is busy. Amen. This world has, has been so, uh, we have lost our way. We need to get back to the God of our fathers, get back to faith and trust and confidence and boldness in God. We are called to go into this dark world and reach a, uh, and reach a world for Jesus Christ. And we can't reach people if we're going to be fearful. Would you stand with, with me? And I, I, you have a great pastor, and I, I love you, my friend, greatly. I love you. Love your parents. Thank you all for listening to me so far. I will not be long. I will be brief. I just have a thought I'd like to share with you, and my trust and my hope it will be a blessing to you. Deuteronomy chapter 6, Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 to verse 12. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Everybody say with me, one Lord. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all, say with all, thine heart, with all thy soul, with all thy might. These words which I commanded this day shall be where? In thine heart. There's a responsibility to your parents. Thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Verse 8, and, and thou shalt bind them as a sign upon thine hand, and they shall be a frontlet between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thine house and upon thy gate. Look at verse 10. And it shall be, when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swore to thy fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities which thou billest not. Look at verse 11 and verse 12. Houses filled with good things which thou fillest not, and wells dig which thou diggest not, and vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not. And when thou shalt have eaten and be full. Look at the indictment or the danger or the caution here. Then beware lest thou forget the Lord. You know what the problem with America today? They forget God. Which brought thee forth of the land of Egypt, type of the world, from the house of bondage. Father, we love you tonight. Thank you for your great grace. Speak to our hearts, your Lord, this evening. I pray your favor, your blessings, and your grace. In Christ's name I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord tonight. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 21 and verse 23. This I recall to mind, therefore I have hope. It is the Lord's mercies that we're not consumed because his compassion fail not. Watch verse 23. They are new every morning. Great. Somebody say with me, great is thy faithfulness. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 9, only take heed to thyself and keep thy soul diligently lest thou forget the things which, thou, which thine eyes have seen unless they depart from thine heart all the days of thy life. Teach them 
unto thy sons and thy sons' sons. For the next few moments, I would like to speak to you from this thought, the danger of forgetfulness. The danger of forgetfulness. I'll try not to preach. I'll try just to talk to you here tonight. The danger of forgetfulness. We all do it probably every day. It has a huge impact on the way that we view ourselves and the way that we respond to others. It is one of the main reasons we experience so much conflict in our relationship. And the scary thing is that we barely recognize that we're doing it. What is that one thing that we do that causes us so much pain and so much hardship and so much difficulties? We forget the generosity of God. We forget how good God has been to us. This country was founded upon, a, upon biblical principles. But we have moved so far away from the Lord Jesus Christ. And a, a nation that forget God will fall. Amen. We need to get back to the God of our fathers. We need to get back to the Lord Jesus Christ. We tend to, let me say this, there's nothing more dangerous in the child of God's life than forget in the generosity of God. Nothing more dangerous. In the busyness of self-centeredness of, self of our lives, and um, when we lay our head down, uh, uh, lay our head down, lay our head on the pillow at the end of the day, um, and we reflect even not only on the day, but the week, and more often the years, oh God, God has redirected our life. Oh God has just, in, in his sovereignty, in his power, in his grace, so often we forget, wait, lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget your love for me, lead me to Calvary. We must not forget the goodness, the favor, the blessings, the awesomeness of God. You confirm what I wanted to talk about. Move from a 9,000 square feet building to a 25,000 square feet building. Let's not, let's, not, let's not forget where God has brought us from. And we should stop. Listen to me. I teach our church. I teach my children. Every time God does something good for you, stop and give him glory. Amen. God has been so very, 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 very good to us. Uh, we magnify you. Every time the children of Israel went and God performed miracles and signs and wonders, they stopped and built an altar before God. Don't ever forget God's blessings, God's grace, God's love, God's kindness. Amen. If we ever forget God's love, we'll never serve him. If we ever forget God's mercy, we'll never serve him. The fact that he has blessed us when we deserve nothing but judgment and punishment. Hear me, when we lay our heads down at the end of the day, we must say, God, I thank you. Listen to, to, to me. Every time we travel, amen, from the hotel um, to the church, we should thank God for traveling mercies. Thank God for his keeping care. Amen. We are not that smart. We're not that good. It's God's blessings. It's God's favor. Amen. It's God's mercies that keep us safe. Amen. Many people have gone on their ways and they still lose their life. You know, but you know what? When God protect us, amen, protect us from bullets, protect us from danger, seen and unseen. Every time I travel, and especially last year, I've traveled so often. I said, God, just send one angel to keep me safe from where I'm from this place to where I'm going. One angel. 
We must pray for God's protection. We must pray for God's mercy. We don't often take time to sit and meditate on what our life would have been like if it was not for a generous Redeemer who write our personal story. Sadly, we all too often forget and there's few things I mentioned earlier that, that's, that, that is more dangerous in a child of God's life than forgetfulness. Forgetfulness is very dangerous because it shapes the way we think about others and ourselves. When we remember God's generosity, remember we simple did not do anything to deserve his blessings. Nothing. Can you just clap your hands unto the Lord? We did nothing to deserve God's blessing. When we remember his generosity, we're humble, we're kind, we are thankful, we are gracious, we're thoughtful. Oh God, but when we don't remember God's generosity, amen, complain. listen to me, when we remember God's ge generosity, complaining gives way to gratitude. When we remember God's generosity, we worship him. We magnify him. We give him glory. I have discovered a place in God some years ago. I like the song that said, there are days I like to be alone with Christ my Lord. I have many, maybe four years or so now, I've always lived a life of fasting for the last maybe four years or so, I have fasted every week, just about, at least twice a week, sometimes three, four times every week. You know what? I'm not that spiritual. In fact, to the contrary, I need God. I need mercy. I need grace. This year, my wife and I decided we're going to fast for 14 days, complete fasting. You know what? We didn't do that to... To, to boast. No, we do that because we realize the time that we're in. Our times are dark. Christ is soon to return. I get serious about our father's business. We got to remember from where God has took us from. When I came, from, came here um, from Jamaica in the 1980s. And when I looked at the blessings of God has been in my life, if I was still in Jamaica, I probably wouldn't have a nice home, beautiful wife of 31 years, four beautiful children. My oldest daughter just turned 30 um, last uh, two weeks ago in February. God has so blessed our lives. He's given us a beautiful home, give us um, a church with wonderful people. Um, he has given me opportunities. There are people who are so much smarter than I am and so much more qualified. And God has put in me in places that I, I couldn't do it in my own volition. It's God's grace. It's God's love. It's God's kindness. It's God's, it's God's mercies. And I walk in a, softly before the Lord. I walk in great humility because there's nothing good. At, we're not that good as we think we are. Amen. You're not hearing me. We're not that smart. We're not that brilliant. We're not that bright. We are nothing. And so we submit our life to the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. We submit our smarts to God, our education, our skill set. We submit them to God because remember that everything that we are come from the Lord in the first place. Your children, your home, your education, your car, your money. There's the blessing of God that make it rich and not it no sorrows. Everything we have come from the Lord in the first place. 
When persons forget his generosity, persons take credit for only what his blessings could achieve in their life. When persons forget God's kindness, they name themselves as righteous and deserving. And you live an entitled and demanding life. When we forget God's love, God's grace, God's kindness, God's, God's generosity, we, uh, we, we hold back generosity from others and we think that we are deserving when we're not. We, 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 we create this, this attitude and this mindset that we, we, we believe that we, 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 what we have, it's from our own volition, it's from our own education, it's from our own know how to navigate, know how to know everything we have come from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we live in that context. We live in a, in, in a era of grace and kindness. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 11 says, Beware that thou forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping his commandment and his judgment and his statutes which he commanded thee this day. Look at Judges chapter 2 verse 10 to verse 12. All, and also all the generation that were gathered unto their, gather unto their fathers, and there arose another, another generation after them, which knew not the Lord, nor yet the works which he has done for Israel. And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Balaam. When we forget God's love, when we forget God's generosity. Look at verse 12. And they forsook the Lord their God, the God of their fathers, which brought them out of the land of Egypt, and serve and follow other gods and the gods with, um, of the people that were found around about them. Watch this, that were around about them. And bow themselves unto them and provoke the Lord to hunger. The previous generation did not fear the Lord. And it led to apostasy. The children turn away from God. I'm so thankful today that all my four children, and it's only the grace of God, there's no guarantee, but all four of them are serving God, loving God. My youngest son, he's 17. Sometimes he's a little um, iffy, but he's still in church. Sometimes you wonder if he, <laughs> but he's still in the church. Oh, Jesus. But we teach them. We constantly teach them, constantly teach them, put it in their hearts, put it in their hearts. They did not, and the fathers, they're, 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 because the fathers did not teach Elder Buford their children, they led to apostasy, and they arose in another generation, the Bible said, I'm going to read it here in a minute, in Judges, that did not know the Lord. Parents, take the time. To teach your children. We homeschool our children for many years. They've never been to public school. Thank God. I worked in the public school. If you ever have an idea what goes on in those public schools and the brainwashing. I know some of you may have to, but, but make sure when they come home, you take time to put in, you are an Israelite. You're not an Egyptian. Put it in their hearts. It's important. This world is vicious. This world is vile. The, lead, the, the, the neglect of the fathers led to apostasy of their son, and they become, listen to me, when we become forgetful, we become like the people of, in Judges. The new generation drift away from the righteous commitment of their fathers and depart from personal relationship with the Lord. This always leads to conformity and lifestyle, the values and the culture and apostasy in the world. We are not, we're not, we can't be conformed to this world. 
When we remember God and cry out in repentance for a backslide, and God wants so much to raise up a spirit-empowered leader and the people in the church who will pray that God restore us back to a rightful place with God. When's the last time you, you, you just find a place before God and just pray? My wife and I made a commitment. Well, actually, it was her encouragement earlier this year. She said to me, she said, Sister Dave, would you pray with me from every Saturday night from 12 to 4? I said, that's going to be hard, but I, I'm glad I did. For the last several weeks that we have been doing that, it has impacted our life. It has changed the projector for church. There's been a depth of the spirit. There's been clarity of our minds. There's been a favor from another world. I can't begin to tell you what God has been doing in our life. Listen to me. We've got to get back to Calvary. We've got to get back to the cross. We've got to get back to the blood. We've got to get back to the name. We've got to get back to the power of Jesus Christ. When Zion travails, she brings forth. We've got to get back to prayer. Listen to me. Uh, I've been in the church for 40, um, almost 43 years now. I've been in the church. I was 11 years old when I got baptized. This is all I know. I remember in Jamaica, we would have had, we, uh, we went to church every single day of the week. Every day. We would walk from three miles to get there, my grandmother and I. Every night I was in church. And I remember those days. Oh, my goodness. I was not fearful as a young man. And we, and you know, if you're, you're, not, if you're not from the Holland, you wouldn't understand this. But folks used to tell these ghost stories and all kinds of stuff. But I remember I wasn't even, I mean, I'm telling you, from early in my life, because my grandmother taught me to fear the Lord Jesus Christ and to love God. I remember the power of God that we felt. We've got to get back to Calvary. We've got to get back to the cross. We can't forget where God is. Pastor Buford, if you ever forget where God has brought you from, from that 9,000 square feet to 25,000 square feet, this church, listen to me, your best days are before you, but get back to the cross, get back to prayer, get back to worship, get back to sacrifice, get back to loving God, get back to loving the lost, get back to what it really means to be apostolic. Don't ever forget the goodness, the greatness, the love of God. Judges chapter 8, I'm closing, and verse 34 and verse 35. And the children of Israel, remember not the Lord their God, who had delivered them out of the hand of their enemies on every side. Neither showed kindness unto the house of Jezebel, namely Gideon, according to the goodness that he showed unto Israel. Look at Psalms 9 and verse 17. The wicked shall turn into hell, and all nation that forget God. You know what the problem with America today? We have forgotten God. We have, we have given more credence to COVID than we have done to God. We have put more faith in the, in the medical systems than we put more faith in Christ. You know what? There's people that have pastor. Maybe um, they need to believe. Maybe we need to let the, the, the people, um, these medical um, CDC, tell them it's time to go to church. Maybe they'll come back to church. Because they put more faith in them than they do their own pastor. You, 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 or, or maybe they, they, 
Do you know what the church needs to be? And this is going to shock you, I'm about to say. The church probably needs to be like the devil. Before you write me off, let me tell you why. Because he does not discriminate. He don't care about your age, your sex, or long you've been saved, your race, your pedigree, your social economic, economical status. He don't care nothing about those things. He will come after you. He will hurt you. He's, he's after your home, your family, your pastor, your pastor's wife, his children, the devil. Are you hearing me? But yet we as the church, we are so contrary in that respect. We need to get back to the God of our fathers. Psalm 78 verse 10 and to verse 23. They, forsook, they, they kept not the covenant of God. They refused to walk in his law. They forget the works, his works. His wonders that he showed unto them. The marvelous things he did in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through. And he made the water to stand as an eap. In the daytime he also led them with clouds and all the night as with fire. He cleaved the rock in the wilderness and gave them drink out of the great depths. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused water to run down like river. They sinned yet the more and more against him by provoking the most eye in the wilderness. They tempt God in their hearts by asking for meat for their lust. Yea, they speak against God. They said, can God furnish table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock and the waters gush out and the streams overflowed. Can he um, give bread also? Can he provide flesh to his people? Verse 21, therefore the Lord heard this. And he was wrath, and so a fire was kindled against um, Jacob. And anger also, um, and anger also came upon uh, against um, Israel because they believed not in God, and trusted not in His salvation, though He had commanded the clouds from above, and opened the doors, and opened the doors from heaven. Listen to me. They repeatedly, and woefully, and willfully. Broke the law of God. They habitually forget the mighty wonders that he performed. They forget the Red Sea. They forget God part of the Red Sea. They forget the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. They forget God feeding with manner all every single morning. They forget. They forget the miracle and the glory of God. They forget the pillar of cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. They forget. Isaiah chapter 17 and verse 10 says, Because thou hast forgotten the Lord thy God of thy salvation... And has not been mindful of the rock of thy strength. Therefore thou shalt plant pleasant um, um, plants. And they set it in strange ship. Proverbs chapter 23 and verse 5 says, Will thou set thine heart upon that which is not? For riches certainly make themselves wings. And they fly away as an eagle. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 21 says, The voice was heard on the high places weeping and, and supplication of the children of Israel, for they have perverted their way. They have forgotten the Lord their God. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 1, Therefore we are to give a more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. Jeremiah 8 verse 17 to verse 20, I'll close with this. 
And thou shalt say in thine heart, my power and my might of mine hand have gotten me this wealth. Look at verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant with thee, um, which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. And it shall be, when thou do at all forget the Lord thy God and walk after other gods and serve them and worship them and testify against thee this day, that he shall surely perish. Look at verse 20. And as the nation which the Lord destroyed before your face, so he shall, so he shall perish because he would not be obedient unto the voice of the Lord thy God. I have more, but I'm done with this. I'm done. Let me say a few quick things. Pastor Bruford, you've been pastoring for a number of years. There's more people that have helped in the 23 years of pastoring. And those same people that have helped have run my name, my wife's name in the ground. They've lied on us. I've had people have bailed out of jail that would forget our kindness to them. I've seen people when they first came to church, they had nothing. Nothing. They had to take the bus or somebody had to pick them up from church or give them a ride. And God bless them. They get a one job. They stop working at maybe a fast food place. God give them a better job. And God bless them. And before long, they leave the church. They have a nice job. They have a nice car. They can't even pick up people for church. And they forget that people used to pick them up for church. Their car is too nice to give somebody a ride to church. Their home is too nice to invite people to, to their home. I've seen people who's, who, who worked, personal stories. People who have worked hard to help their spouse to acquire higher education, go to law school, get an MBA, um, um, become a CPA. The list go on and on. That man or that woman would leave their spouse and they forget how they have labored and sacrificed and suffered with them and helped them to further their education. They forget. Forgetfulness is dangerous. I've seen parents who worked hard and worked extra job to put their children through school. And those same children, they get higher education. And they leave their parents, they talk, they, 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 they just don't care about their parents. It's dangerous when we forget kindness that people have done to us. There's men today I don't agree with, but they've been kind to me over the years, and I will never forget their kindness. Forgetfulness is a dangerous thing. Don't forget where God has brought you from. Don't forget God's blessing that he has placed upon your life. Don't forget a pastor who have prayed over you night and day and his wife and his parents. Don't forget the love of God. Don't forget the kindness of God. Don't forget the blessings of God. It's a dangerous thing when we forget. I perhaps take longer than I should. I'm sorry. But if you feel the need, if it's okay, pastor... Would you just come to the altar tonight, just maybe for a few moments, and just would you lift your hands and ask the Lord, say, Lord, please forgive me. Bring me back to Calvary. Bring me back to, to the cross.
bring me, Lord, please forgive me. I, I have forgot, I have forgotten you, Lord. I've wandered so far from you, Lord. But yet I hear you calling me. Those simple things that I once knew, those memories are joined me. I must confess that I've been blessed, but yet my soul's not satisfied. Renew my faith, restore my joy, and dry my weeping eyes. How many want to go back? Come on, take me back there, Lord. How many want to go back? Take me back, Lord. Take me back to the place I first received. Come on, raise your hearts up to him. Come on, raise your hearts up to him. Let us not forget. Let us not forget. Roared by the curtains of memories now and then. Oh, Lord, show me where you brought me from and where I could have been. I'm human and human forget, Lord, so remind me. Remind me there, Lord. Come on, church. Let's reach after him tonight. Come on, let's call upon his name tonight. Jesus, please forgive me. God, please wash me. Oh, God, I have gotten too big. I've gotten too important. I've gotten too, I've gotten way too forgetful, God. You have been so good to me. You have kept me safe. You have covered me, Lord. You have blessed my family. You have blessed our home, God. We don't even lift our hands anymore, Lord, and worship you. We don't even pay our tithes anymore and honor you. We don't give offering to advance your kingdom, Lord, anymore. Lord Jesus, we don't pray for a pastor like we used to. We don't pray for our children like we used to. Please forgive me, Lord. Lord, don't let me forget tonight. Oh, Lord, please don't let me forget tonight. Remind me again, God, of your goodness. Remind me again, God, of your blessings. Remind me again, God, of your faithfulness, of your love and your kindness, Lord. Come on, Zion, let's reach after him tonight. Come on, let's pray. Let's reach after him tonight. Oh, bless my mind, Lord. Bless my heart tonight. Oh, Jesus, wash my soul tonight. Wash my mind tonight, Lord. Bring me back to the cross. Bring me back to Calvary. Bring me back, God, to the well, Lord. I pray that your blessings, your favor, Lord, will follow me every day, all the days of my life. Don't let me forget, God. Don't let me forget, Lord. Don't let me forget, Lord. Come on, church, let's reach after him tonight.